0: Here it is, that moment you've all been waiting for.
1: And and the biggest thing is that it doesn't cost you any more to dream big than it does to dream small. You have to work with the willing, so exposure is everything, the fortune is in the follow-up, work with the willing, and then just continue to put yourself out there and add people to your network that you have to expose, because you always have to find new people to talk to
0: Welcome back to Drive Time University. I am your host, Ryan Durden, And today on the show, we have Chad Caneller, who's a professional network marketer. He just came out with a book called Finding Happy, and he's going to share some of his story and some tips and strategies for network marketers. So without further ado, let's get into it. All right. So welcome back to Drive Time University. Today on the show, we have Chad Kanneller. Um, he's a professional network marketer. Um, he was in the military. Uh, he, he knows what it takes to succeed, um, so without further ado, Chad, welcome to the show
1: Hey, well, first of all, thank you so much for uh, allowing me to be on here. I, I consider it a great honor and to share with you guys a little bit today and you know i 'm forty five years old so i 've experienced a little bit of life and I like to get people caught up just if you've never if you don 't know who I am. I kind of look at my life as like three chapters so far, so the first fifteen years, the middle fifteen years, and the last fifteen years so the first 15 years, it was pretty pretty normal. I was in sports. I was a wrestler. I did okay in school. Wasn't the best student, not the worst, just mm-hmm. somewhere in the middle. And then at age 15, I discovered alcohol and partying and those types of things. And uh, so I had started revolving my life around those every single weekend. It was all about the party. And then at age 18, I joined the military and mm-hmm. got even better at partying. And from there, <laughs> At age 21, I got out of the military, and I went to college to be an acting uh, acting major starting off, and I ended up in singing in rock and roll bands, so I spent most of the 90s uh, on my weekends and weekdays just practicing with bands, singing in bands, put an album out in 1999, wow. and my life just went down the crapper from there, and I found myself at age 30 with six warrants for my arrest, wow. and just gotten in a lot of trouble, ended up divorced, bankrupt, and almost homeless. Yeah. So, you know, fortunately, uh, a guy came into my life in 2001 that was my first mentor. And, and the reason why I, I, it meant so much to meet this guy was he was a lot like me. He would gotten in trouble with the law. He ended up going to prison, actually, for three years. I never had to go longer than two weeks. But <laughs> he went to prison for three years, came out with a felony, and really had no options. So he had to become an entrepreneur. And he went from working in a machine shop making $9 an hour to... Um, being very, very successful in business and becoming a six figure earner at the point when I met him in my life. So I was open to hear what this guy had to say. And so in 2001, I met him and, and, uh, got involved in some different businesses in and out of different businesses along the way. But the biggest thing he taught me was personal development. And that's the one thing that never left me. I knew that if I would just take the time to learn the information, read the books, then I could change. And if I would change, then everything could change for me. So right. met my wife in 2003, 2005, went back into the military because I didn't know what else, you know, to do. And that's what had worked the most for me up to that point. And how old and, were you? Uh, when I went back into the military, I was 32. Wow. So, kind of an old guy, right? To be starting over and have a bunch of 20-year-olds yelling at me and telling me what <laughs> to do. Very, yeah. very humbling to say the least. And I ended up finishing my degree. I did the, uh, 15 year, uh, you know, it took me 15 years to get my four year degree. So I don't recommend that, but that's from dropping out three times. (laughs) So finally finished my degree and I thought, wow, I've arrived. I'm an officer now in the military. This happened about 2010. Yeah. And I thought, you know, all I got to do now is show up for work, do the minimum and I'm going to end up making six figures. This is, that'd been my goal my whole life. And then in 2012, my wife found a, a business opportunity and I've always loved network marketing. I first heard about the industry in 1994 mm-hmm. when I joined my first company and made like, you know, $12, like, like a lot of people just kind of got in, <laughs> yeah. Uh, got out it was almost as fast as I got in, made like $12, got my parents to buy a few things and that was it. Right. And then I did a couple other companies. So through my relationship with my wife, though, I decided to, to set that down and focus on my military career. So you can imagine my surprise mm. when she said, you know what? let's try this company. Let's, let's be customers and try it out. And if we like it, then we can get involved and, and, and do the business. So that was in 2012. And by February 1st of 2014, I'd walked away from the military and we've been a full-time network marketers since wow. multiple six figure year income, family, time, freedom, financial freedom, and all the things that most people would love to have in life, but just don't know how to get. So that's kind of yeah. where I'm at today. I'm 45. I have three kids. I've got a a son that's 14, about to turn 15, and then a, another son that's eight, and a daughter that's 11. So just uh, wow. having nice. fun raising them.
0: Right. And uh, and the thing with network marketing is you don't have an office to go into. So you get to spend time with your family, right?
1: I do. Well, you know, my office is sometimes it's uh, in the mountains. Sometimes it's the beach. Sometimes it's <laughs> an airplane or yeah. sitting in uh, the you know, waiting, like tomorrow I have a flight, but I have a bunch of calls while I'll be waiting in the airport. Yeah. So it's, wherever, it's wherever you want it to be. It can be your back deck. It can be your, your office in your house. So yeah. it's much different than, than uh, ha- having to go somewhere like I did for, you know, the first 30 plus, 35 plus years of my life.
0: So um, I, I, had a, I had a debate with this guy uh, this morning about entrepreneurs. Like what makes an entrepreneur an entrepreneur in your mind?
1: I've always thought of it this way. So now this isn't exact. So don't, you know, get caught up in the math, but about 90% of the population works for the other 10% of the population. So most people, I think you guys would all agree are, you know, they're going to work every day, Monday through Friday, nine to five, more don't like their jobs than the ones that do. That's why the heart attack, heart attack rate on Monday is higher than any other day of the week. That's why somebody invented a TGIF. You know, thank mm-hmm. God it's Friday because we have hump Wednesday and all these terms. Yeah, and I get it because I did that for decades myself. But entrepreneur to me is just someone who's willing to take risks, step mm-hmm. out of the box, try and go from being part of the 90% to part of the 10%. Mm-hmm. You know, and what, what I see when I look at the 10% is I see people who have no ceilings, you know, they have no financial ceilings, different jobs I've had. I knew exactly what I was going to, what I was making and what was potentially available there. All you have to do is ask your boss, right? Or ask yeah. your boss's boss's boss and say, if I stay another 30 years and I get his job, maybe someday I'll be making 25, $30 an hour, whatever. Yeah. But as an entrepreneur, you literally take that financial lid off. You mm-hmm. have no limitations. The sky's literally the limit. And I like to think too, you remove the fences. Mm-hmm. So me removing the fences is just making our comfort zone bigger and bigger and bigger to where you just get comfortable being uncomfortable. And I think that's mm-hmm. something that almost every entrepreneur that really pursues a lot of people are, are joiners or they dip their toe in the water and the entrepreneurial waters, mm-hmm. but when you get full blown out in the deep end, right? It's a lot of, uh, you know, there's risk out there. There's, there's challenges, there's growth, there's stretching. Right. And it's a lot different than just clocking in and clocking out.
0: Right. Right. And you said, um, you said that guy that, that got you into network marketing, um, he left you with that personal development, uh, you know, side of it. Um, when was that shift from like, I'm going to, I'm going to shift from an amateur to a professional when you started, you know, partnering up with your wife and, um, you guys did it. Do you remember, like, what was your what was your paradigm shift, like, from going to the military to just making this happen?
1: Well, a couple of things for me. One, one, it was knowing it was possible. Um, mm. If you've never heard of Jim Rohn, you should definitely listen to Jim Rohn, and he's he's gone now. But back in two thousand four, he had this big, huge convention in, in California. And, and so I had the CDs from that and I listened to him over and over and over in my car. Yeah. Like you guys are listening to this right now. And, and one thing he said this one weekend, and it was the only thing through all the 20 plus hours of CDs, he, he took the time to have everyone memorize it. So I actually memorized it. Wow. And he said, from testimonials and personal experience, we have enough information to conclude that it's possible to design and live an extraordinary life. Yeah. So I think for me, I marinated on that for many, many years that it was actually possible that I could design and live, you know, that I could, well, I already knew other people did and other people could, but I, I would think to myself, you know, I don't have enough education. I don't have enough experience. I don't have the right people to lead me and guide me and mentor me. And then over time I started to realize that that was just a bunch of BS. Mm. I could go find, I mean, we've got Google, right? We've got <laughs> yeah. YouTube, yeah. we've got the internet. I mean, all the information is there we live in America. I mean, if we're being real just by being born in America, it's like we get the winning lottery ticket because we're born here. And so this is the land of opportunity. I mean, that's why we have to put up walls and stuff, right? Because people (laughs) are trying to climb under, over, take boats, whatever it takes to come to America. So first I had realized that. And then my wife and I were together and we were sitting in this and I was in the army. I was an officer. I'd done about 10 years. I was getting frustrated because I didn't have time freedom. Yeah. My family got the leftovers. The army demands your best and your first. That's just by design, right? You go Mm -hmm. to the role. And so, you know, we were, I had to deploy to Afghanistan. I was 7,300 miles from home. And my two-year-old at the time had a, he had to have a life-saving surgery. And it was really difficult for me to get home. And by the time I finally made it home, I thought to myself, do I really want to sacrifice in this way for the next 10 years? And so I actually, that, that happened back in December, 2012. So in January, 2013, my wife and I went to this company convention mm. and if you're a network marketing company, I can't express to you more that how important it is and crucial to get to your company, like especially an annual big company event where there's like thousands of people there. You've got to go to that. Yeah. So we went to that and I already knew it was possible. I just didn't know if it was this company or if it was this industry. I just knew somehow it was possible in the belief you know, they say there's a day you join your company and you're in your company. And then there's a day the company gets in you. Mm. So that conference for us, it got in us. Yeah. And my wife looked at me, the, the CEO said, if you do dot, 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 I'll give you, you know this, this, and this. And my wife looked at me and said, is that even possible? And I thought, you know, I, I just remembered, I'd heard it before. And I said, well, through Christ, all things are possible. Mm. So if it's possible, and if God says it's possible, then yeah, it's possible. So we did a 101-day run. Mm -hmm. and we went from making a couple thousand dollars a month with our company to over forty thousand dollars after you know that full three-month period on the back end of the three-month period Mm -hmm. and I was able to put in a packet walk away from the military and we went from never being six figure earners to now being you know quarter of a million a year plus since 2013 and so it's it was a it was a shift but you know I'm just my wife and I would just tell you that anything is possible. It's so, so true. And you know, they, they, I, I, I say people are like uh, apples. You've got red apples, green apples, and rotten apples. You know, yep. Yep. Red apples are ripe. They're ready to eat. And green apples, they need time. Kind of like me. When I found my first mentor in 2001, I wasn't ready. Yeah. I planted seeds and I was green apple. And so it took a long, took about a decade still for me to turn red. And then when I became a red apple, I was like, all right. And then of course, you know, yeah as you go out there and you you ask, talk to people and invite people and share with people, you're going to run into rotten apples too. And you know, you can't do much with a rotten apple. It's just a rotten. So rotten.
0: That's it. So give us, give us some of the, uh, some of the tips that you've used to, to get to your success that you are now. Like, um, I, I know there's going to be a lot of people that are in network marketing listening. So what are the strategies that you've used to help you get to where you are now?
1: Well, I'll tell you, I'll tell you the core three things and expand on that for just a couple minutes. But the first thing I'll tell you is exposure is everything
0: Mm.
1: you have to, you have to get your information out there. You don't, if you're in network marketing, you want, you want to have your information be the loudest information in front of people, because if they don't know you're out there and if they don't know what you have, then they're not going to join and they're not going to buy. And it's just, it's just like any other marketing. You know, if you own any sort of store, if you're going to open a traditional business, you've got to let people know what's inside that building. You have a sign on the building. So if you're network marketing, maybe put a sign on your car, you know, have a business card, just have these different social media is huge these days, over a billion people just on Facebook. So you can yeah. use social media to, to build a lot of the different companies. So exposure is everything. And, and even if you just share with two people a day, you know, if you're, if you're educating two people every single day on your opportunity, you're showing them a, uh, you're sitting down with them, showing a presentation, maybe a webinar. You know, whatever your company recommends, just that you're getting that information into people every single day. Yep. That's the first thing. The yeah. second thing is the fortune is in the follow-up. Mm. Um, I've, I've heard four to six exposures face-to-face. If you're on social media, it could take seven to 21 times just getting your company and your products or your services in front of that person before they're gonna make a buying decision. So fortune's right. in the follow-up. You're gonna be the first person to talk to someone and the last person. I don't know how many times I run into someone and they're like, oh yeah, I saw this two years ago and then I reached out and they never responded. I emailed them and I never got a response and now they're coming to me. So that's Mm. just business other people are losing. And then the last one is work with the willing, you know, the price of most of these companies to join. It's not like traditional business where you have to spend 50,000, you know, a hundred thousand dollars to join in network marketing. You can join for sometimes a hundred dollars, $200, $200, some, you know, $500, whatever it might be. So it's a low cost to get in. And so if someone's easily to convinced to join, they can easily be convinced to quit.
0: Yeah, so
1: It's no different than, you know, everyone and their mom gets a gym membership on like December 25th, right? Because right. Or December 28th, because they have that New Year's resolution to lose 20 pounds, Right. The parking lot's full. And by the end of February, you know, it's completely empty. So right. you have to work with the willing. So exposure is everything. The fortune is in the follow-up work with the willing, and then just continue to put yourself out there and add people to your network that you have to expose. Cause you always have to find new people to talk to. Yeah. And you know, with just a billion on Facebook, you'll never run out of people. Yeah. And you'll never run out of people to expose. You'll never run out of people to follow up with. Yeah. And you can just build this thing as large as you want. And the last thing I'll leave you with is network marketing is the most equal opportunity you'll find ever. Because it's always, the company doesn't care your age, they don't care your race, they don't care your experience, anything about that, because you have access to the same exact products, the same yeah. exact compensation plan, and the same exact support. That's so right. when you get in it, if someone else did it, you can do it. You don't have to be an athlete They can, some great talent or gifting where you can slam dunk a basketball, because that's not me. Right? <laughs> right. So if you just get in there and you just are serious, then you can become highly, highly successful in network marketing to the tune of whatever you believe you're worth. Yeah. You're worth a hundred bucks an hour, do that. You're worth a thousand dollars an hour. You can do that too. So it's been a huge blessing to us and I'm just excited and hopeful that some of this informational will, will bless someone else out there as well.
0: What, what do you say to somebody that's like on the fence of uh, network marketing? They're like, ah, I kind of want to get into it, but I've heard some bad stories. It has some bad blood in there. I don't, I don't really want to get involved in Uh, a multi-level marketing company. What would you say to those people that are kind of on the, on the fence?
1: Well, the first thing I would say is it's really, really easy to be a critic, but until you go watch the movie, how can you really give an honest review? So until you yourself have experienced the industry of network marketing, got in the, into it, you shouldn't really have an opinion because you just don't know and you're just getting an educated opinion. So I would say if you're on the fence, I mean, what do you have to lose? Let's think about this. All you have to lose is your startup investment, which may be a hundred bucks, a couple hundred bucks, you know, whatever, $500 even. Yeah. That's worst case scenario. You lose that money. Worst case scenario. Best yeah. case scenario, you turn your life around, you change your life, you add an, a, a part-time $500 a month to, to you, your family, maybe a thousand, you know, mm-hmm. and more. We have people that make 10,000 in our company that are part-time. Right. And so You really don't have anything to lose. That's extra,
0: lose. extra on top of what you're already making. Yeah. <laughs> yep. um, so cool. So I just want to end with uh, uh, just a little promotion of on finding happy. I know you have your book out. Um, you've sold a lot of copies. Um, you said you have 10 keys um, in, in finding happy. What are those 10 keys? And where can people find the book?
1: Well, I'll give you I'll give you a couple of them just because I don't want to give the whole don't thing. Don't give it all away. Yeah. <laughs> but um, the book is called Finding Happy 10 Keys to Living an Extraordinary Life and really it documents uh, how I was able to go from bankrupt and depressed and divorced and, you know, almost homeless to where I am today that I, that I shared on this. And you know, one of the keys is dreaming big. That's the first one I talk about in there. And, and, and the biggest thing is that it doesn't cost you any more to dream big than it does to dream small. Right. And that's, that's what got me up in the morning when things were tough. I worked in a, a car factory, you know, second shift. And and I just remember in in that car factory, just still dreaming. Yeah. Dreaming it. someday I could figure it out. Someday my opportunity would come. So, you know, one of the, one of the keys is, is just dreaming big. And another key I put in there is it's always, It seems flipped because by nature we're selfish and we're tuned into the WIIFM radio station, you know, the what's in it for me. We're thinking what's in it for me, what's in it for me. Yeah. But what I've learned along the way is it's actually better to give than it is to receive. And you actually get filled up more and get more happiness and more joy out of giving and supporting and helping others than looking inwards to ourselves. And that's, that was an interesting concept for me to learn, but I've, I've never met a depressed giving person. So the more giving you are, the more by default, the more happy you'll be. And you know, there's eight other, eight other keys in there, but anybody that wants this book, it's on audible now. And it's actually Amazon. You can get it. Um, you can get the Kindle version. You can get the softback. If you want me to to sign one, you can just go to uh, www.findinghappybook.com and you can I'll sign those. If whoever orders from there, you can get the hardback only through there. Or yeah. bulk bulk orders, I will give you a discount if you want to do that through there too. So, awesome. I just appreciate you, man, having me on this show. And I know people right now are on their way to work. They're listening to this, and they're hopefully this is giving them a little bit of hope and just opening their eyes that there is more out there you know I started a company called Made for More Inc mm. and what we're excited to do is just help bridge that gap between people that are living a certain life now and where they want to be and where they want to live because i know that everybody could live monday and it could feel just like it does on friday so that's my mission in life is to help people figure that out
0: That's awesome man. Well i want to uh, thank you for for coming on the show today. Um you have some awesome advice. Um i recommend that you go pick up you know, finding happy. I started the book. Um, I actually started the audio, um, and Chad actually read it himself and he sounds really good. It's, it's professional. It's well-written. Um, so I encourage anybody that, that, you know, wants to find their happiness to go out and, and get that book and, uh, you know, better your life. So again, thank you, Chad, for, for being on the show. And again, this is drive time university. Peace.